Hello, welcome to Intuitive Yoga. This is Janya Wongsopa here to share with you ways to cultivate relationships to sky and earth through the felt sense, expand personal intuition, and support individual and collective harmony and health. You are invited to tap into what is seen above, sensed below, heard, and vibrate all around and felt within. Today, I would like to offer my gratitude to the newest supporter of this podcast, my longtime Sunday class um, yoga that I used to teach at my home studio before the pandemic, Jay McClelland. I also would like to give thanks to my very first supporter, Karen Schuler. Thanks for inspiring and motivating me to continue on the path of yoga teaching. If you would like to be a supporter and receive my monthly intuitive yoga journal, which now includes one or more um, pre-recorded video classes each month, please visit my website at janyawongsopa.com. Let's take a look at Celestial Guide for this week's practice. So we have on Sunday and Monday, yesterday and tomorrow, the moon has been in alignment with the sign Capricorn. Capricorn is the cardinal earth element. So I was just sitting outside enjoying the beautiful, gentle breeze. Cardinal means um, forward moving, initiation, beginning. So I was kind of sensing that. And earlier this morning, as I looked out into the eastern sky, what I saw was kind of a sheath of deep blue color over where you would see the sun rising. And this is a pretty normal pattern, image, or scenery that I have been seeing every time, most every time, that an earth sign is in alignment with the moon. I have been um, observing the sunrise sky for daily for the past year and a half. So it's not that long, but long enough for me to, to see the pattern and notice what happened when the moon is in alignment with the sign that connects to earth element and what happened when it is in alignment with the signs that are related to the fire and air and water elements. So there are some different differentiations that, that um, appear. So I can actually um, see it and sense it within my own heart and physical sensation. So as I was looking at the sunrise, I observed this sheath right, of cloud in this kind of a deeper blue color. And it's a bit like a, like a muddy sky, but because, you know, it's not earth, right? It's, it's not uh, mud, like a physical earth, but it is the body of the sky. So it's quite clear and, and the color is blue instead of brown. And uh, w- when it's just this, the w- water elements, what I normally see is a little bit more drama, a little bit more fluidity in the shape and the formation of the clouds. But when it's the earth element, I would see kind of more blocks of, of clouds, so more square and and um, less fluid shapes and formation of the clouds. So that's quite interesting, and I just want to share that so 
that you can begin to observe for yourself how the elements show up in the sky and how that relate to your felt sense. So I, I, every time I see the moon um, in alignment with earth elemental sky, what I feel is kind of a more gentle and, and stable and grounded sensation. So I always love the Capricorn sky, even uh, every time the moon is in alignment with it. The moon is in the waning Jebus phase, and that is the di- dissemination phase. So what have we been spreading around? Um, I met with a, a friend yesterday, and because we have been meeting regularly, I don't have to, and I kind of know her movement, so I don't have to worry about um, uh, infecting or being infected uh, by COVID-19, so that's a blessing to still have someone that I can see somewhat regularly and have physical contact, Um, but we were just kind of spreading our thoughts and and information that we have been absorbing and and sharing those ideas with each other. So I invite you to, along with the observation of the sky, what I call the sky meditation, um, to record or write down uh, what's going on in your mind and what you have been disseminating uh, today and yesterday and if you have or if you would like to cultivate a daily ritual of sky meditation um, just write those things down write down how you sense and feel as you observe the sky and you can instead of the sunrise because the sunrise just passed um, you can um, practice observing the sunset sky instead later on today if you have an opportunity to do that and recording your physical and emotional sensation along with your thoughts and your ideas The Capricorn is in alignment with the triple burner meridian in traditional Chinese medicine. And when you align the meridian clock in traditional Chinese medicine to the zodiac wheels, that's what you get. It's this particular alignment. And the triple burner meridian is the fire element. Its peak hours is at 9 p.m. in the evening to 11 p.m. The celestial archetype of the Capricorn is the father. So as you take the time, if you decide to have that ritual, that daily ritual, weekly ritual, um, take the time to perhaps write down your thoughts and feelings about this particular um, symbol and and archetype and even the real relationship that you have with your own father or father figure in your life. The Capricorn is ruled by the planet Saturn and Saturn has to do with disciplines and rules and regulations and boundaries and all the things that give us the container, the kind of challenges and difficulties that offer a pathway towards strength and growth through life lessons. And during this time of of dissemination, you're offering up your your thoughts and your idea about this particular archetype by either just writing it down or sending it out into the ether with your intention, making it a way to connect to this particular aspect of yourself. Right? The father in, in all of us having come from um, Mother's Day last 
Sunday, yesterday. Um, this is quite a beautiful balance right, to to harmonize. So, a daily ritual. Uh, in fact, I have several daily ritual. I'm sharing with you the sky meditation and how you can journal your physical, your emotional, and your mental sensations and um, shapes and forms. Another thing that that you can do, and and this being uh, the sky meditation, this connects you. Creating, cultivating an ongoing intimacy with the celestial guides or the beings above or in heaven. Um, besides this, each day you can also cultivate uh, your relationship with earthly beings. Okay, so the earth-inspired practice and this being the, the time of um, earth element, perhaps what you would like to connect to is how you are consciously connecting to the stone world and the land that you live on, right? So connecting to the earth element in this way. And write that down. You might even want to do something specifically to honor the earth element today. I like to offer you, if you do want to include this in your sky meditation and in your daily ritual, is the waning Jebus moon in Capricorn inquiry. The first question I'm sharing is how does my dream align with my work in ways that contribute to both the world and my own well-being. The second inquiry is how can I build a life structure to help me work at peak efficiency? Right, so these again, is inspired by the um, Earth elemental force and the Saturn planet that rules the Capricorn. Let's take a look at um, what may serve you as far as physical yoga practice go. I'm inviting you to love what your body your body is already loving by yoking the heaven and earth. And what I mean by that is simply to find a balance between um, yin movement and yang movement. Right, so yin movement will be much more slow or more still than the yang movement. It will be muscularly, uh, muscular, muscularly, Passive as opposed to active. So it will be more physically restful. It will be much slower than the yang active movement. I like to offer in each of my yoga practices a mudra practice, a pranayama practice. And of course, the yoga asana practice. So for the moon in Capricorn and for connecting with the triple burner, meridian, um, the Shakti mudra might work well for you. And um, you, if you have my intuitive yoga journal, you will refer to that to check in with how to practice Shakti Mudra and same with the Pranayama practice, the Durga Pranayama, the three-part breathing or diaphragmatic breath. For the Asana practice, um, I have an entire sequence starting out with the Yang uh, position of Dandasana or Staff Pose into 
Ara Navasana, the half boat pose. And then from there, I'm moving into the yin um, banana asana, or what I prefer to call is the um, recline crescent position. Then going into the yang supta kapatasana, or reclining pigeon. Moving from there into the yin reclining cross-legged twist. And then into the yang ara um, halasana vinyasa. It's a gentle flow of half-plow um, position. And then from there moving into a yin position, a, a supported bridge pose. And from there, going into uh, the last yang position, apanasana, vinyasa. So it's a flow, a wind-relieving flow. Right. Again, if you are subscribing to my intuitive yoga journal, you will have a way to learn uh, how to get into these asanas. And um, in the future, I will um, produce pre-recorded uh, video practices that will um, include you know, all the practices that I offer in the intuitive yoga journal practice uh, with me um, if you are very visual a visual learner that is most likely the best way for you to practice with me and the practice ends with an intention and when you come into a closing intention you might like to get into that Shakti Mudra, the Earth Energy Mudra, again, as you repeat the following words out loud, or if you prefer coming up with something that feels truthful to you instead of using my words. For today, Earth practice in alignment with the Capricorn and the Triple Burner Meridian, uh, this is my offering intention. I follow my passion as I manifest my goals. I honor my wisdom as I support others. I trust the flow of life as I build my dream. So on to May 12 and 13, Mars Day and Mercury Day, the Tuesday and Wednesday, we have the waning Jebus moon in alignment with Aquarius, so the uh, fixed air sign. Uh, coming in right after the cardinal earth sign of Capricorn. And I'm already sensing earlier as I was sitting outside enjoying the breeze, I am already sensing that um, fixed air sign of, of Aquarius. And we are going into on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and even a little bit into Sunday, the mutable water of Pisces. So I'm feeling like the air is going to be mobilizing the water element in. So we'll see if we get any little bit of, of rain or not. I'm hoping that we get some um, sometime and before the end of this weekend with the moon in alignment with Aquarius ruled by the planet Uranus you are connecting to the gallbladder meridian which aligns with Aquarius and um, this is the wood element so the wood element is supported by the fixed air of 
the Aquarius sign. The celestial archetype is the thinker. Um, the Uranus, the planet that rules Aquarius, is is known as uh, advancement in technology. So you might have some kind of ingenious idea coming up or a deeper connection to our modern technologies and new ways to connect and uh, work around the constriction that we are all experiencing, the physical constriction we are experiencing during this time of social, you know, I don't like to call it social isolation, but that is kind of the way it is at the moment and we work around it so that the isolation is um, less emotional, um, less um, imaginative and and you know more only just a temporary physical experience. And with the gallbladder meridian um, in alignment with the with the sky on Wednesday and Thursday, you might like to uh, practice um, the sky meditation, observing either the sunrise or the sunset. Write down what you see and feel, what the fixed air sign in the sky brings up in you, and connecting to. The, the thinker and the, um, how do you call, maybe even the le- uh, rebel in you that would help you propel yourself into the new way of working with and connecting socially to others. And write down what comes up in your vision, in your dreams, in your imagination, in your thoughts. With the peak hour between 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., please notice what is happening at that time for you. If you have a hard time sleeping at that time, a lot of energy is being mobilized away from the function of the gallbladder um, meridian. So you want to take care of that. And you want to take care of that by asking yourself, how am I consciously connecting to the human world and other people today? Um, Take a look at your social responsibility you may be taking on too much um, or you may be um, thinking and visualizing too much about how you are connecting to to others to your community instead of finding a physical pathway that you can um, connect to them in the physical reality. So you might like to journal as you inquire about that. How am I consciously connecting to the human world and other people um, along with the waning Jebus moon in Aquarius inquiry? How can I utilize today's communication tools to best reach my community? That's one inquiry. And then the other is, how am I offering messages that inspire and galvanize my friends and community? And what do I need to heal? This is important. What do I need to heal within myself in order to let go of the unconscious desires for division and chaos? Very important to take the time to let go of these unconscious desires so that you um, allow some space for your life force to move and feed into your gallbladder meridian having that deep nurturing dream time at night between 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. So going into 
our intuitive yoga practice, loving what our body loves, by yoking the the yin and the yang, the yang in the yin. Keep in mind that when you practice this, it's about your own personal felt sense and your energetic movement. So all the yang poses are optional, and when you feel energized that means that it is a common combination of feeling energized and physically strong um, and feeling grounded calm and relaxed very important if you feel energized and strong but you are actually feeling mentally agitated and sensually anxious then this is not a real um, strength and I invite you to move more inward into a more yin um, asanas and yin physical practice instead of you know trying to push through the yang poses you might like to start out with a mudra practice and a pranayama practice and you can end with these two practices as well. I invite you to try prana mudra, the life force mudra, as well as the kapalabhati or the skull shining breath or pranayama. And for the, uh, for the yoga asana, I invite you to start out with the yin butterfly forward fold. Then from there you can flow into Udva Upavista Konasana or upward facing wide angle seat and that's a yang practice. So be sure to work your root and your core um, muscular strength, so the muscle in your feet and in your abdomen. From there, um, go into the yin pose of upward swan. So you would sit instead of uh, coming into a, a supta or a supported swan position or sleeping swan. You would sit more upright. And then from the yin upward swan, you can go into the yin sleeping swan. And then from there, moving into the yin shoelace. And continue into the Yang Adha Mukha Downward Facing Dog. And then the Yang Garuda Asana, the Eagle Posture. And then we end with the Yin Balasana Chow Position. And all these poses um, are working with your gallbladder meridian. Um, the gallbladder meridian supports the digestion and detoxification in the body its energy supports the functions of the gallbladder and liver organs as well as the health of the eyes the superficial meridian which can be accessed by the yoga postures that I just shared um, it runs from the, the outer corner of the eye around uh, circle around the side of the ear and head to the side of the neck to the top of the shoulder then down to the side of the chest and torso to the outer hip and down um, and down below along the lateral edge of the leg ankle and foot to end at the outer tip of the fourth toe so again um, if you like to know about these poses um, please do subscribe to my intuitive yoga journal and there will be uh, ways for you to learn how to get in and out of these poses at the closing practice, you can sit comfortably and um, maybe coming back into the prana mudra, the life force mudra, and ending your practice with a closing intention to connect to the waning Jebus moon in Aquarius and honoring the gallbladder meridian by uh, repeating the, the following words out loud, uh, or coming up with your own intention. 
I am a force of positive change. I see the big picture and embrace the new future. I manifest my highest purpose to serve the greatest good for all. Then on May 16, actually May 14 to May 16, so it's the Jupiter day, the Venus day, and the Saturn day, the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. You will be connecting to the waning half moon. So the moon's going into the waning half moon phase, the refinement phase. And the moon will be in alignment with Pisces, that mutable water I mentioned earlier. The Pisces is ruled by the planet Neptune, um, which is symbolized it's act, uh, by the mystic or the celestial archetype is the mystic symbolized by the um, all one love, um, the universal love. And it connects to the liver meridian, which connects to the wood element. And the liver meridian peaks at 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Again, its ruler is Neptune, so at this time you may feel a little bit more dreamy and more fluid and a lot less bounded or a lot less boundary um, like you are feeling now with the Earth element of Capricorn. And with the dreamy, mutable water, as you practice the daily ritual of sky meditation and journaling, um, again, observe either the sunrise or the sunset of the Pisces sky on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Write down what you see and feel, and also write down what is occurring in your mental space, perhaps the dreams that you been have have been um, experiencing or receiving from the ether, from the universe, and um, this time of the moon in alignment with Pisces is the time that your dream experiences get uh, activated. And that, of course, um, coinciding with the period of 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. when your liver meridian needs the most energy right, for the blood flow and the nutrients to move, get mobilized inward as opposed to outward right, to really help with the function of your all of the functions of your liver organ as well as the gallbladder um, organ they deeply related to each other the liver meridian supports the digestion and detoxification in the body um, so far we have found that the, the liver does the liver organ does about 500 um, or so functions it's, it's just a, there's huge organization and mobilization of energy within the liver organ the liver organ stores blood and regulates blood volumes it's Energy supports the, of course, functions or the functions of the liver and gallbladder organs as well as the health of the eyes and the clarity of the visions, both physical and energetic. So um, the way that you dream, that's your energetic vision and the deep, deepest dream happens or occur when your physical body is at its deepest rest right this is your theta 
brain wave, right? Getting into the theta brain wave right before that deep unconscious sleep. That's when the dream state takes place. So um, make sure that if you are experiencing um, liver condition, chronic conditions in your liver, um, please do whatever you need to do to get into the experience of deep sleep at this time between 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. The superficial meridian of the liver can be accessed by the yoga stretches that I am going to share with you. It runs from the top of the big toe to the inner ankle and up to the inner leg and groin to the abdomen and ends at the bottom of the front rib below the sternum at midway point between the front spine and the side of the torso. Uh, beside your sky meditation and writing down your physical sensation and emotional sensation as well as your dreams, I'm offering up these two inquiries. Does my healing practice help me connect to my intuition and ground me in the physical experience? And what are my dreams telling me? And how can the subconscious stories support my subjective experience and everyday living? For the earth-inspired practice to really connect to the deep understanding of what's going on out there, is already happening in here is to ask yourself how am I consciously connected to the plant world today to the plant world they really connect to the mutable water Right, knowing how whenever there is rain, especially in the area that is dry where I am um, living in the Silicon Valley area, I'm so appreciative of water for all the plants around me and for myself. So how am I con uh, consciously connecting to the plant world today? Let this inquiry help you connect to the mutable water element of the Pisces. And then getting into the intuitive yoga practice, the mudra and the pranayama practices. Hakini Mudra of Remembrance and the Kumbhaka Breath Retention Pranayama or Breath Work For Yoga Asanas, you will start out with a Yang Pose, the Upavista Konasana, Wide Angle Seat to stretch the inner leg, then move on to the Yin Dragonfly really the same position, you're just doing it passively instead of actively. And then from there, getting into a yang pose of Hindalasana, cradle pose, then another yang position, Ada Masyandrasana, half lord of the fishes pose, and another yang, Ada Chandrasana, Half moon pose, a standing balancing pose. Then going into a yang adhamukha shavanasana, downward facing dog position. And then coming down to rest in a yin pose, frog position. 
And then ending the practice with Yin Balasana, Chow Pose. Ending the practice with perhaps the Hakini Mudra of Remembrance again. As you connect to the liver meridian and the waning half moon in Pisces, repeat the following words out loud. Or coming up with your own, I honor my dreams while remain grounded in my body. My boundaries are clear as I open to oneness with all of life. I am a vessel of all feelings as I allow love to flow through me. So those were the moon alignments and the meridians that they support throughout this week. And on Sunday, the moon will shift into alignment with Aries as well as the Monday. So I will be coming back to share with you the entire next week's moon alignments. Next Monday, and for now, I would like to share with you um, the feelings that I have been experiencing, and you know, I shared with my people quite early on the experience of loss and the acknowledgement of. Uh, depression, as well as the ways that I was honoring my grief. So I share that on the first podcast episode, and I also shared on my uh, website on my latest blog on the website, which has been uh, some time past. But I want to revisit. That because from time to time I still do experience a sense of heaviness and sadness, but largely that feelings of of depression, um, of sadness, had moved on. So there is a difference between. An acute condition and a chronic condition, and in Ayurveda, anything that is um, considered to be an imbalance is also considered to be chronic because acute condition, and it can be a very strong acute condition, like if you get into a A mobile accident and you break your leg. I mean, that's is a, an acute condition, and it takes a long time to heal. But there is a way to find a space and time to rest and to heal and to cure with with um, various medicines available. But when a condition is chronic, there is Not that time and not that space for the body, heart, and mind to find the medicines and heal properly. And so I want to make that clear because every time that we hear that someone are experiencing you know depression and and sadness, we automatically think that it's negative, but it is not. And the more we Embrace and acknowledge early on um, the feelings that we are experiencing and the sensations that are moving through our body and mind. Um, the better equipped we are at uh, dealing with them and at allowing them space and time to flow through, so that they don't get stuck in our physical and psychic bodies. So, in Ayurveda again. There is a natural flow of things. There's a cycle that is harmonious, and that cycle involves um, accumulation, 
aggravation, so accumulation phase, and then from there moving on to aggravation phase, and then from there it moves into the alleviation phase. So, like you know, the the end of uh, springtime that we'll be experiencing sometime soon, we then will go into the beginning of. Summertime, so it will be the alleviation of spring, going into the accumulation of summer, and then there's midsummer, and that would be the height of it. That would be the aggravation phase when you know, we feel the heat at its strongest, and then from there we'll move on to the alleviation into the end of the summer and toward the beginning of fall. And this kind of cyclical um, experience is happening all the time at all aspects and all levels. As long as there is an accumulation, going into aggravation, going into alleviation, this is a, a harmonious, a healthy, or a homeostasis um, state of being and of. Living, so I just want to share that with you and to um, make sure that you give yourself space to honor and embrace. Just like you know, this this week, Moon alignments going into Capricorn, moving on tomorrow into Aquarius, and toward the end of the the week to the end of the week, going into the Pisces and the Three different elements that we will be exploring and experiencing. So it's exact same kind of rhythmic cycle that's happening. And with the chronic condition, what happens is that we don't observe it, we don't notice it, and we end up repressing it. And so it has no space and no time to flow. Through in its natural course, and so it becomes chronic. And what we call chronic in Ayurveda is any time that is longer uh, when we experience something that is three months or longer. Right? So for me, my my acute depression and loss and sadness phase that was about um, two months. It took to to kind of work. Itself out, and so if if you experience something um, over and over again for longer than three months, um, you can suspect that this is becoming a chronic condition. And the best way to deal with the chronic condition, of course, is to first consciously um, observe right, what. Has been uh, repressed. What has been suppressed, and then to practice decompression. Okay, so what's what's been compressed need to be decompressed, and that decompression really has to do with release, with detoxification. We can do it in the Yin way. If the condition is yang, like if there is a lot of intense tightness and tension, right? Then you want to relieve that inflammation. You want to relieve that in a cool way, in a yin way. But if the chronic condition is yin, then you actually want to do the opposite. So if you've been, you know, experiencing sadness. And and depression and and deep grief for longer than three months, then you really need to get back out there and get connected and get moving and get frictions going, get some heat going physically and psychically um, to create the detoxification and decompression process. So I hope that Ayurvedic insight is helpful. For you to tune in to the natural cycle of accumulation, aggravation, 
and alleviation. Um, the imbalance come, comes when you get stuck in the aggravation phase and um, the condition doesn't get alleviated. And the invitation right, is for you to observe, to honor all experiences that's happening inside of you, all of the immediate local indigenous activities that are happening around you um, in the present moment, right, in your daily living condition um, with all the earthly beings, including plants, animals, humans, and the stone people, as well as the um, celestial guides that I share here and all the moon aspects, hopefully, as well as the daily rituals that I share and the intuitive yoga practices. I hope they are of service to you. And if you want to um, clarify or take your practice and rituals further, um, please do connect with me on my website, chanyawongsopa.com. For now, let's end our time together, sitting upright in a comfortable seat, keeping your spine neutral and the chest square to the hips, crown center over tail, rooting down into the earth by raising your hips, your sit bones up as high as you need to with a chair, with a cushion to release your knees down to about hip level, hip bone level or lower than that in order to uh, connect to the earth element below and once you have that, your upper body will naturally prop up and you can feel the fluidity of breath along your spine. As you inhale, you might like to sweep your arms out and up toward heaven. And as you exhale, lower your hands down into the prayer in front of your heart center. And with that, we end our practice together, perhaps bowing to our own hearts, and to acknowledge that deep, intuitive, felt sense space within each and all of us. Namaste. Much love to you.